Hey, podcast world. Welcome to another wonderful, unbelievable, exciting, enthralling episode of FNO InsureTech. I am your co-host, Rob Beller. And I am your host, Lee Boyd. That's right. That's right. Here in the second year of our podcast, we've yeah. promoted Lee to host. Congratulations, to host. Still, Lee. Thank you. I still speak second, but I appreciate it. Now, you might say out there in the podcast world, you might be saying to yourself, why make it so complicated? Well, I have a quote for you. I have a quote okay. from Confucius. I, I from Confucius. You ready oh, for this? Okay. I am. Life is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. That's deep. That's deep. Life That's deep. is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. Hmm. So speaking of life, that yeah. kind of leads into today's episode. What a great transition. You like you like that? <laughs> I like that. I did that for you. You know, and that's true. For you, the you host. Because you're the host. I, I, I appreciate that, co-host. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Um, but yeah, it really is uh, important. Today, we're going to talk about life insurance. And that's something wow. that we don't talk about. Wow. It, life insurance hasn't come to InsureTech or vice versa, has it? Obviously not. Oh, wait. Yes, it has. Wow. How's that, Lee? Tell me, host. Today, today we get to talk to Ladder. Today, we get to have a great conversation with Jamie Hill from Ladder, co-founder of Ladder. And we are going to get to ask him all about uh, what it's like being an insured tech startup in the world of life insurance. And I'm hoping that we can ask a couple of uh, questions that I've been wondering personally as well. Well, you know, we hear about the life and health category of insured tech, but we have such little exposure to it because of our own work and property and because we're so PC-centric. And that's been where a lot of our episodes have been and focused on is PNC. But this is so. So this is uh, a, a departure for us, but uh, a pretty exciting one to talk about something that we don't know a lot about, but that's an enormous industry. It is, and I, you know, I went to the doctor yesterday, and uh, they are doing a whole new system, and they're they're keeping track of everything uh, electronically. And today's podcast is really getting me to think about well, all of my information's out there somewhere. Why does life insurance have to be so difficult? Uh, in my head, it's difficult, right? In my head, you have to get uh, blood drawn and all this stuff, even though I just went to the doctor yesterday. Uh, so, you know, I'm, you know, I have a feeling that he's going to be able to talk about how they're using data that's already out there to streamline the life insurance policy process to get it out to more people quicker. Right. How they're applying new age thinking and mm -hmm. tools right. to a very old school uh, corner of the insurance world. And uh, it's uh, it's exciting. And, and I think you'll find Jamie to be uh, intriguing and uh, to have a great story. So what do you say? What, let's not make this complicated. Yeah. Because life is really simple. But somehow Confucius, you make it complicated. Confu <laughs> are you me? Yep. Rob are Beller. you blaming me? Rob Beller makes it complicated. Confucius say, life is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. It makes me hungry. Shocker. So without further ado, here's our episode with Jamie Hale, co-founder and CEO of Ladder. Hey, everybody. We are here with our guest today who's coming to us from California, I believe, and that is Mr. Jamie Hale, the founder and CEO of Ladder. How you doing, Jamie? I'm doing really well. How are you, Rob? Great. Did I get that right, that you're in California today? We are Palo Alto. Beautiful Palo Alto. Palo Alto. Palo Alto. I've asked you this question already, but we'll do it again. So are, are you in Palo Alto because you're going to Stanford right now? <laughs> no, although one of my co-founders did, uh, did do his uh, CS degree at Stanford. Um, uh, no, I came out to California in the late, in the late uh, 90s and fell in love and uh, had some kids and, and stuck. So that, that's what brings me to California. Uh, you live in a really beautiful area. That is uh, just a beautiful area of California. I'm in Sacramento. And um, 
Lee is in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm not in California. I'm in Waco. I I love Waco. That's right. You you have a special connection to Waco, right? I do. I my son is going to Baylor, so I get to I get to come down to and visit Baylor and and just really enjoyed visiting. Beautiful town. Sickum. Sickum Bears. They had a great football season. That's right. Um, we're we're not here today to talk about where we're from. We're here today to talk about a really interesting company, and that is Ladder. So why don't you give us a minute or two on Ladder and and what it is and where it came from, et cetera? Absolutely. So at Ladder, what we're doing is we're trying to really reinvent life insurance. We're trying to make it really relevant for the modern consumer to make it instant, simple, and fast. Anyone who's gone through the life insurance buying process before um, knows that it takes about six to eight weeks uh, to go through the process of applying, getting underwritten, uh, getting an offer, accepting that offer, and then finally uh, binding your policy and having that policy issued. That's crazy. Um, And so what we've done is we've used a lot of technology to take that process and move it down to, uh, you can go through that whole process in less than five minutes. So you can do that by going to visit ladderlife.com and in five minutes you can apply, get underwritten and issued a policy, anything from a hundred thousand all the way up to 8 million, uh, for 10 to 30 years. So we offer kind of a, a broad spectrum of fully underwritten term insurance. So all within five minutes, you can, I, that's pretty radical, right? That's, that's going from six to eight weeks down to five minutes. Yeah. 10,000 10, times faster. So not, not, not 10 X or, or, uh, or hundred X, but 10,000 10, times faster. Yeah. It's really through leveraging technology. Sure. Sure. I mean, how, how else would you do that? But you also have to, both, both our brains are turning here. It must be a huge data play. Yes. Absolutely. So customers know themselves really well. And instead of collecting that data through paper applications that get faxed to home offices where there's, you know, they can't read some handwriting or there's some other problem that gets faxed back to the agent, the agent goes back to the customer. We do this all through a, a, you know, a browser, just through a web interface. And that allows the customer to really easily and efficiently just answer the questions that are relevant to them. So, you know, we don't need to waste their time having them, you know, flip through a couple of pages of saying no um, to all the health conditions their parent might have had because they're, you know, and passed away from because their parent's still alive. So we can make it really customized to the individual customer, and um, we just get rid of these really long, convoluted paper cycles. We're going to go into some of the details of life insurance and um, and ladder, um, but your origin story is very interesting, and I. I was wondering if you mind sharing kind of where Ladder came from and your your special circumstance. It's a it's a good story. Sure, Rob. I'm I'm very happy to do that because it's a it's a big motivator for me and for a lot of the company. You know, we put the customer really at the center of everything we do. And part of the reason we do that and all the decisions we make is because I know what it's like to be to be a beneficiary. Uh, my dad died uh, when I was eleven. And obviously, it was incredibly challenging. But thankfully, he had a life insurance policy. And it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Kept me and my mom and our, my brother in our home around our friends during a really, really hard time. So we could be supported and loved by our community uh, when we needed it the most. So we didn't have to suffer financial distress at the same time we had this big emotional, the biggest emotional distress we've ever had. So life insurance is, is sure. fundamentally an awesome product. It really helps fund the resilience of families and communities. So we're really focused on making that really accessible and relevant um, for everyone. You know, unfortunately, my, unfortunately, my story is not unique. You know, one in 20 kids with, you know, under 15 will suffer the loss of a parent. Um, wow. And that's, a, that's you know, a big, that, that, that's more than I would have expected. It's, it's, it's super sad. And, uh, you know, GoFundMe, some of their largest campaigns are really around bereavement. That's, I think, more of a shows the, 
the lack of relevancy life insurance has done keeping up with modern customer expectations because it's really affordable. Right. You can get, you know, $100,000 policy for, uh, depending on how old you are, way less than $10 a month. Yeah. Um, and that can, go a long, that can go a long way. You know, I always think that a lot of people look at life insurance and they say, well, if I buy life insurance, you know, I'm going to die. <laughs> and, and, you know, they always, they always get sad by it. They're thinking, well, I'm, I'm planning and therefore yeah. it's going to happen. And, but it really is, it, it's a, it's a, it's a tactical business case that you need it because if something happens to you, your loved ones really will go through uh, hard times. And life insurance isn't just about uh, a funeral expense. It's about five years down the road, 10 years down the road. I was filling out the application on ladderlife.com and it said, well, how much do, do, do you plan to put towards your, your college tuition for your children? Well, that's something people don't think about, yeah. right? And my, you know, my kids, let's say, my oldest one's going to go to college in, wow, six years. And I'm thinking, you know, I want to help him out. You know, what is that going to be? So that's something that we all have to think about and really, you know, be, be smart about and and care about our, our future. Yeah. If anyone counts on your income, if anyone's reliant on your income, that's when you need life insurance. Yeah. So, you know, my wife and I, we got together, we had four kids. We kind of promised to each other, we're going to help raise those kids. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, if I'm not around, thankfully, we have a great life insurance policy that will help do that. But every, I said everything we do is really focused around the customer. I love that you brought up this question, Lee, of how we ask that question of how much you want to uh, leave to your kids to help them go through college. That's through a lot of customer. That's through a lot of customer research, mm-hmm. you know, and really it's about helping the customer really think about what goals they have and how they best can achieve them. Because a lot of other companies will make you feel either really guilty about, you know, you need a, a way more insurance than you need, or they use some of those scare tactics, Rob, of saying, you know, hey, you know, this this could happen to you. But life, in, life insurance really is an act of love, yeah. right? You're spending money every month to make sure your people are taken care of. Right. Um, it's a super redeeming product that we're really excited to have a role in helping make relevant for this, for 2020 and beyond. So you have this, you know, traumatic experience when you're, when you're a kid, which obviously is an experience that stays with you for a lifetime. So how does that slowly become ladder? Tell us about your path real quickly. Sure. So I didn't grow up in the life insurance space. I started my career actually in the first internet wave doing, being a product manager. I then went back to business school and, um, was in, in finance and had a very successful career. And a lot of friends would come to me and ask me, you know, how they should think about their financial lives, including one of my co-founders who was, who was uh, early at a startup that was acquired by Google, that stayed at Google, was, was leaving, and had to go through the process of buying life insurance for the first time. You know, I helped him kind of navigate that process. And he came back to me, he goes like, this is, this is insane. I feel like I'm, I have to sit through a timeshare sales pitch to buy a product I really know I want, I want for my family. And it's taking all this time without me knowing how much it's going to cost or, or any of this stuff. There's got to be a better way. So that's my co-founder, Jeff. So we, uh, we started really thinking hard at that point about, you know, is there a way to really make life insurance more affordable and more accessible? And, you know, thankfully with, with, with the ladder and what we're doing, uh, we've done that. So, so ladder, is online only is that correct it we are online only although you know we have had one or two people offer ask if they can come by and we'll we'll we'll, we'll, help, we'll help them navigate through their through their cell phone screens yeah we're fully digital <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> and that and that helps us save a lot of money and we pass it on to the consumers with with really great rates and so so no no sales agents um and what about states are y'all in certain states is this a, a rollout slow program yeah, well, hey, thanks for asking that. We uh, we are in forty nine states today, uh, inc- and including uh, DC, um, and we're working on our last state, New York, uh, and we will be in the Great Empire State quite quite shortly here. So we're really excited. We're going to be the first uh, insurtech to really have achieved a full nationwide rollout in all fifty states. So we're really excited. Yeah, that that's a big deal. I mean, getting into all states, they're all the uh, man, yeah, good job on that one. Regulatory. Thank uh, you. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a uh, it's an intense process. It it's highly regulated. It should be. It's an it's a really important product, 
but yes. uh, but right. but thankfully we have a, just an amazing team here that's been able to to really work through that process really efficiently because the regulators also know that this is a great product for families and they also know a lot of life companies haven't kept up with modern customer expectations you think about how homeowners or auto or all these other all these other uh, individual lines have really evolved over the years and you look at you look at life insurance it looked like it's literally out of the 1960s i want to ask you another question about ladder real quick and then i want to talk about life insurance yeah. in general because um as we discussed our audience a lot we have a lot of property people in our audience we have a lot of other right. insure tech people and and uh workers if you will mm-hmm. in, sure. uh, who listen and and they don't work in the life space so we want to talk about that in particular in a minute but for ladder who who's your target market yeah our target market are really people who are kind of 25 to 40 who have usually they have a kid a mortgage a spouse or maybe parents are taken care of they have some people who are who are counting on their income beyond themselves. And we're really helping them, you know, protect those people. But they're a digitally savvy cohort. They tend to be quite digitally savvy. Um, absolutely. Uh, they tend to be digital first. Most of, uh, the majority of our, of our, uh, applications are, are started and done completely on their phone, just their, their, through their web browser. Um, so yeah, they tend to be, they, they, they tend to be more digitally savvy. In preparation for our, for our talk today, I went onto your website and I, I I went through the process and I was rejected. What? Yes, I was rejected. I guess I'm too old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm I'm well above I'm well above your 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 target. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and it it referred me to uh, I think Policy Genius is that it? It it it, it may it may have. We want to do the best by the consumer. So if we can't serve your needs, we want to help point you to a point to a place that's really relevant for you. Yeah, we we really you know at above sixty, it starts to become harder and harder to underwrite people fully digitally, fully instantly. Um, just because as we get older, we we age and there's just more stuff going on. Um, so we want to really own that and be direct about that. Um, you know, a lot of other companies would would. Would still want you to invest a lot of time, but since we try to put you at the center of everything we do, Rob, if we're not going to be able to, we think just give you an awesome experience, we'll tell you, we'll tell you that pretty upfront. And I thought that that was great that you that you were saying that we can't, you know, we can't help you, but but these people probably can. Yeah. And I loved that kind of transparency and openness. Um, you didn't just drop me <laughs> um, on a, on a heap, yeah. if you will. Yeah. But, yeah, but but this <laughs> but this point kind of leads us into let's talk about life insurance for a yeah. minute and and um, life insurance is a really I mean the thing that that frequently you have in common with property and casualty is that your it's insurance yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of ends it kind of ends there right I mean and life insurance has this this interesting reputation about being behind and sl- very very slow to change. Uh, paper and pencil and, and 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 all these kinds of jokes about life insurance, but obviously things have changed a lot. You guys are evidence of that. But I've had a couple of life insurance policies in my life, and like you said, it's it's a long uh, process involved, yeah. right? And and yeah. you have to know who it is that you're taking a bet on. Yeah, Robert Klein, the comedian, used to do a a, a bit on life insurance that was great, where he, where he basically was saying life insurance is a bet. You're betting, you're betting that you're going to die, and they're betting you're not going to die. I mean, understanding that probably you're least likely, you're you're at your healthiest between 25 and 40 or so. How do, how do you make that leap from like they would come to my house traditionally? They came to my house. Somebody came to my house, a nurse, I believe. Yep. And she checked me out. She did my blood pressure. She listened mm-hmm. to my heart. Mm-hmm. She weighed me took my blood, yep. um, et cetera. I mean, you're a long way from that. How do you, how do you do that? And, sure. and so explain how you got from there to here. Yeah. So life insurance underwriting really, um, before the, um, you know, before the eighties didn't even have blood. And then in the eighties would have you, you know, eighties and beyond, they kind of, 
innovated this pyramid visit where they'd stick you with a needle and have you pee in a cup. Well, if you're seeing your doctor and you're seeing your doctor regularly and you're 25 to 40, the probability that um, we're going to detect something your doctor hasn't found is really, really, really low, right? Because that's what, that's what your doctors are, are good for. So if you've done a good job taking care of your health, um, and you'll, you'll tell us that and we'll verify that, um, we can underwrite you really quickly just digitally. And that's kind of the power of our models and our technology. Our technology does a really, really good job replacing a lot of the stuff that was done in the old school way. You know, when a pyramid would come out to your house, look around your house. Is it clean? Is it nice? Right? They had to put you on a scale. They would do all these other things. Um, we can do that all now just fully, digity, fully digitally, um, which, you know, it's the same way you can bank online. People, when they first said you can bank online, like, how do you know who this person is? Well, we can, we can identify you and, and you'll help identify yourself. And we can make, we can ensure that it's you. We can ensure that you're telling us the truth when you go through the application process. And by doing that directly with the consumer, without having a, an agent sit in between them, it just allows us to be a lot more efficient, a lot faster, and that helps us keep our costs down. So we're always trying to figure out how we can take waste out of the system to really, to really help um, give our give our customers really attractive, really attractive rates. Right. Um, and then. You know, if you're 25 to 40, you know, we've seen tremendous growth. And I was talking to this customer the other day and he's like, well, of course I'm going to go to you. You have the best experience and you have the best price. Like, why would I not do that? I'm like, great. <laughs> I'm going to quote you. Yeah. So, so ladder, so ladder, you don't have any, I'm sorry. I, I actually, this is funny. I actually was just on ladder now.com and I was going through my my process of filling out my app, my app application and I just got a text because I actually clicked off of it and I said hey don't 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 forget about us that's funny <laughs> yeah uh, la- yeah so if you're at ladderlife.com and you are sort of way through the process we'll try to be really helpful yeah we do have light we do have licensed agents so everyone who answers um, a customer question is a licensed life insurance agent we just don't pay any commissions so they're really there to, to help you through the process. If you have questions, answer your questions. And, you know, we measure everyone, you know, who works at the company based on their customer satisfaction, the customer satisfaction ratings, because that's what's most important. Yeah, that's wonderful. Do you compete on price? Are you competing on price? We are very attractively priced. Uh, there are people out there who are... Uh, who every once in a while will beat us. Um, but, you know, I would say we're very, very attractively priced. We like to think of ourselves more a little bit like Virgin Virgin America when that was an airline or Southwest where we're really attractively priced. It's hard to beat our pricing, but we also make the whole experience just delightful from, from beginning to end. So customer experience is a big part of your value proposition. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100%. We try to put the customer in everything we do. From how we ask you your questions uh, to you name it, we are a customer-centric company. One of the things we've one of the things we've pioneered, like how do how do we put how do we put that customer centricity at the center of everything we do? For example, we charge no policy fees. We charge no fees at all, right? Customers, I don't need to charge them a fee for the pleasure of their business. We provide the the, the name ladder actually comes from. Your life, ins- your life insurance needs change over time. Because your life is dynamic, your life insurance should be dynamic too. True. So as your needs go up, you can click a button and apply for more and get more coverage right away. And as your needs go down, you can press a button, literally just log into your account page, press a button, and your policy, you can take your policy down and it takes your premium down instantly, the same amount. So if you have a million dollar policy and you cut it in half because you know your kids graduated from college and you no longer need to, to fund that and they're off on their own and they're, they're taking care of themselves, your premiums go down 50% right away. And you know we had to build a lot of technology and work hard on our policy admin systems, our billing systems, all these things, but we wanted to make it so that we didn't have to charge fees 
and that we allowed you to keep your coverage as flexible as you want. You want to reduce it? Great, you can reduce it. You want to you want to get more? You can get more. I love that. And so the policy will actually stay in force the the whole time. Now, is that is that changing the policy? Is that getting a new policy? Yep. Or is it just changing it? On the way down, you're just amending it, and on the way up, you're issuing a, a new policy. Okay. Because I, I have quite quite a bit of insurance policies. My dad was a agent for a long time, so uh, we have quite a bit of different life insurance policies, and they're all pretty stagnant. You know, to change something, I either need to to cancel it, and but something I always struggle with, and I would imagine others do, is how much life insurance do I really need? You know, I always ask myself, like, well. You know, you always hear, oh, a million dollar policy. We're like, well, that might not go far enough if I'm trying to get my kids uh, through college. So I, you know, is there anything that could help me understand that? Or, you know, what what do I need to actually look at to make that happen? Yeah, we have we have a really great calculator on our website. Feel free to go through and check it out. And we try to create it really um, as streamlined as possible to really help get you the right answer. We actually have some actuaries from some other insurance companies have written us in love letters saying how simple we've made it to really figure out what you need. Um, but there's a lot of things to consider, you know, how many kids you have, how much you want to help get them through college and, and how those needs change over time. So we have some great online tools that will help figure that out, but we also have some great agents who can help help figure that out too. But again, since they're not paid on commission, they're not going to tell you you should buy a million dollar policy because you should buy a million dollars. They're going to, you know, they're going to really help try to figure out the, the right amount for you. You know, this is a but one here. One heuristic people talk about is actually about 20 times your earnings. Okay. So if you're, so if you're making, you know, a hundred thousand bucks, you could need up to $2 million. 20 times your earnings. Okay. So that, that's a good rule of thumb to kind of go by. So is it all term life? It's all do, term life. Do, do you sell any whole life? All term. Why is that? We are purely in what term life does. It's the pure insurance side of insurance. What a whole life or universal or permanent policy does, it combines both pure protection, pure insurance, with a tax-deferred account. So it's both a savings product and an insurance product combined. Most of our customers have access to either IRAs or 401ks through the workplace, uh, have access to other ways to, to save. They don't need to do it through uh, a life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. So we've talked to our customers um, and our customer research well over 95% yeah. um, really just need a term policy. And to be frank, those 5% were people who all had, you know, multi-million dollar incomes. So until you start, until you, until you start making a couple hundred or, you know, a couple million dollars a year, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's a, uh, term is, is almost always the, the right decision. I see. Um, take a second and compare life insurance to other kinds of insurance. Is it, why does it have such a unique reputation in the insurance community? Sure. Well, I mean, you have, as you know, you have this big bifurcation between life and health and property and casualty, right? It's really people and things, right? Mm -hmm. And on the people side, right? People are complex. They're complex to underwrite whether it's for health insurance or for life insurance. But life insurance in particular is unique for a couple of reasons. Um, There is no, if you think about on the property and casualty side, claims, claim management, uh, claim adjudication is a, is a, is a big part of the, is a big part of the, of the insurance value chain. On the life insurance side, it's a binary event, right? You're alive or you're (laughs) not. person passed away. Yeah, either you passed away or you didn't, right? And so it's it's the claim side is really straightforward. Yeah, but also it's a tw- it's a twenty thirty year contract where basically you need to get all your underwriting right up front. The way life insurance is regulated is basically uh, you have to get your your underwriting right up front as a company because even if the customer shades the truth, um, you're going to have to pay that claim. So it's a very different um, uh, emphasis on upfront underwriting. Yeah. Uh, in some property and casualty lines, you can admit a customer and then see their performance over time. Uh, you can't really do that in, in, in life and health. One last life insurance question. Yeah. In, in today's world, I, I assume that it's far more uh, competitive than it was, say, 10, 15, 20 years ago. 
only because the availability of policies is probably greater today. It's easier to find. Is the cost of life insurance going down? The cost of life insurance is going down, which is great. Um, it's, I don't think, coming down fast enough. Um, you know, we really would love to uh, you know, really make it so every American could afford life insurance. We're, 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 we're early on that path. We, you know, we, we make it so that, you know, for less than 10 bucks a month, you can get an awesome policy, but we'd love to make it for, you know, less than $5 a month. So, you know, prices have been coming down with, uh, with out of, out of added efficiencies. Ownership hasn't gone up by nearly as much, which I think talks a little bit about the relevancy at which life companies are talking to new consumers. Yeah, that was a question I had. Are, are, is that something that people are buying more of? Or are they buying more life insurance? No, they're buying less. So right. even though prices are coming down, they're buying less. So the average life insurance customer today is in their 60s. And they're buying things around like final expense, like being able to pay for my funeral. How do you explain that? How do you explain the fact that it's trending down? We think it's about companies have not done a great job staying really relevant for the younger consumer. Mm -hmm. They don't want to have an agent come into their apartment. Uh, they don't want to, you know, go into someone's office and fill out a lot of paperwork. You know, a lot of our customers, you know, 10 o'clock at night is when, is when a lot of our customers will, will, will buy from us. And it's because, you know, we've done a lot of customer interviews around this. It's because they've tucked their kids in. Both their spouse, both the spouses are home. They've had a chance to have a conversation about it. And then our customers live busy lives. They're like, great. We've, we've decided we want to do this. We figured out how much it is. We're going to research it online. Oh, great. Ladder has great research tools. Oh, and I can buy it right now too. I'm going to buy it and I'm going to be done. I'm going to know my people are taken care of. And, um, you know, we had to do a lot of technology to do it. But really what we're trying to do is solve that customer problem. Yeah. Because if they have to then wake up tomorrow, call an agent during their office hours, which are nine to five, then go in and schedule another time to then sit down and talk to the agent and then fill out paperwork. Like you just talk about all those different steps. Life is busy. We talked to one customer. They've been trying to do it for three years because they have five <laughs> minutes to, you know, right, right. five minutes to commit to it in little snippets yeah, and then sure. life gets busy. Yeah, that that's so true. I will echo that. I can't tell you how many times I've sat down to buy another policy or think about life and, and say, okay, I'm going to do this. And I go on to one. Uh, there, There's one that advertised, I'm not going to say their name, uh, but they advertise to people who are super healthy. And I'm like, okay, that's the one I'm going to go, right? I'm healthy. I, I, run, I run real fast. That's what I'm going to do. And then it's like, oh, well, you got to do this and this, and I'm going to send this nurse out to your location and Yep, and you, you and you and you have to t and you got to talk to someone in the call center just to even figure that out. Just to even figure out that there's a whole lot more work to do. And and they call you three times a day, and you're in a meeting, and your and your phone's oh, ringing, and text you like it's crazy. Yes, yeah, it's a lot, and then it just puts you off. But um, I I would you know Rob, I was thinking I you know I I have not bought life insurance policies because it has taken too long. Mm -hmm. And I haven't gone old school and gone, I say old school, right? I haven't gone to my, I haven't gone to my insurance agent and told them uh, that I need it because it's a hassle. It's not easy. So I am glad that, that you're taking that into account and making it easy because life insurance is something that everybody needs. I had a, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get sad here or anything, but you know, I had a buddy uh, who, who was in his uh, low forties and he was out mowing his yard and he, and he passed away leaving, leaving two two children and a wife. And uh, the value of a life insurance policy is super important uh, to let them continue living where they're at. And in fact, I heard you on a, on a, on a YouTube video talk about that and maybe, you know, but about being able to stay where you are around the people who love yeah, you at that time. Totally. Uh, so I, I thank you. I thank you for making it easier for people. I think it's super important. Well, well, thanks Lee. I mean, it's, it's true. Like my, my, my buddies, when I was 11, you know, I, and uh, I was involved in Boy Scouts. Those dads in that Boy Scout troop were just, just awesome. Yeah. They, you know, they, they kind of stepped in and, uh, my whole community did and really loved us and, lo and loved on us. And, yeah. and, uh, it's, it, it is a wonderful side of community and we want people to be able to stay in their community. Um, it was really, it was full, full disclosure, full disclosure, Lee's an Eagle Scout. Right. Oh, <laughs> 
Well, that full, is true. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Lee, uh, I'm right there with you. So I, I knew I liked you. On your website, it says that you've been awarded Fast Company's 10 Most Innovative Companies for Finance. Yeah. Why? How in the world did you get that? That's a big deal. How did you do that? We we just we're we were just really excited that they chose us. They have a really extensive reviewing process, and part of what is cool about Fast Company is they actually understand technology and a lot of the technology we do. We're working with really large data sets, and we're trying to do that in a really fast way to make this really seamless customer experience. The amount of complexity we're dealing with with what we call below the waterline to make it just beautiful and and smooth and easy for customers. So you don't have to have someone come to your house or go talk to someone in the call center. It's just really hard. And I think, you know, other technology companies in Silicon Valley have just seen what we've done. And I think they've, they've, uh, you know, they nominated us and, and we were just really happy to be awarded that because it's hard to innovate in insurance given the regulation, giving everything else. And then, uh, yes. So I think fast company recognized that. Yes. Is the life on digital life insurance product a crowded area? It's not. Competitive, highly competitive? Are you guys early there? We are early. We're one of the first. And again, I, you know, we're going to be the first to be, we're going to be first to be nationwide. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, you know, we've had some people who, have, who, are, who are emulating us and we think that is great. Mm-hmm. There needs to be more innovation in the space. And, and I think it's the best the best form of absolutely. flattery, yeah. and it also does a great job keeping us on our A game. Ab- absolutely, you're you're venture backed. We are. We're venture backed. Mm-hmm. We we the it's great. We have some really really great venture capital firms who backed us. Lightspeed, Canon, RRE, Nike, Brewer Lane. You know the list goes on. We've had we've had some really really delightful uh, investors. Did they? Was it was it hard to convey your enthusiasm for the idea and the product? Did your um, investors? share your enthusiasm immediately or was that a journey? You know, it's, um, we've been blessed in that we, when we first started, we were one of the, we were on that early, really early edge for the first kind of really full technology stack solutions to say, we're going to solve this problem in insurance and life insurance. And it's pretty rare for venture investors to see something new in a big established market. I mean, it's $145 billion a year market, wow. uh, life insurance, yeah. life insurance in the U S wow. right. So wow. early, early on, early on, there was a sense of, Hey, you know, this team has the requisite skills and the passion to go conquer a really hard problem. Unclear can be conquered, yeah. but going to go, going to go do that. We're able to to establish some success pretty early on, and that just made our our future success and our future ability to, to raise capital a little bit easier. Because we can, you know, nothing speaks louder than pointing to your past success. We're pretty we're a pretty disciplined disciplined company because we know why we're doing it. Right, we're not running around doing twenty things because we know exactly what we want to do and we know why we're doing it. It's for the customer, and this is a great product, and we're going to make it as awesome as it can be. You know, one one question that I ask myself, and I'm hoping that you can help me out with this. Sure. Uh, whenever it's time to buy life insurance that I'm going to need, yeah. um, you know, sooner or later, I'm going to need it, right? Yeah. Uh, how do I, how do I know that the company is still going to be there, right? That, that's something that I always struggle with. How do I know that ladder is going to be there uh, 30 years when I need it? Absolutely. Thank you for asking that question. Because, you know, not everyone asked that directly, Lee. You know, one of the things, given my personal story, I wanted to make sure, regardless of Ladder's success or failure, every single one of our policies will pay. So we set it up. We partner with two insurance carriers, Fidelity Security Life and Allianz. So both Fidelity and Allianz back every single, uh, you know, they are the insurance company behind every single policy we sell. In addition, it's their paper. It's their paper in insurance parlance, and uh, that is then reinsured with Hanover Re. So we have a lot of very very strong balance sheets uh, that are sitting behind us. And of course, every state regulator before we start issuing in a state, since this is a an individual admitted policy, since we're talking insurance talk now, um, they review that, and every single regulator mm-hmm. said like, "This is great." Um, so that's how you can have the confidence that that if you work with ladder, that your policy is going to, is going to pay and it's going to be there for your loved ones. 
because that's what it's about. I mean, our first employee we hired actually was someone who with trained counseling background because we wanted to make sure when someone picks up the phone and calls us, we're going to be there and be able to be there for that family. That's what we're about. We want to be able to meet that with empathy and with love and to make sure that we can help them get through that process to get that claim paid quickly and that and that we can be there for people. There, there's actually been some innovation in the in the life policies and re- different writers in the, in the last many years. Is, it, it, do you guys offer all the, the various range of like, if you're, if, uh, I don't know what it's called, but if, or if you, um, uh, if you're diagnosed with a terminal illness, you could take the money or a portion of the money early. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Critical illness, some CI stuff. Um, we do not do any riders today. We've talked to most of our customers and we asked them, how much is that worth to you versus how much premium you'd have to put behind it? And for a lot of for a lot of our customers, they didn't see the value. They were really trying to, to solve the catastrophic problem, right? Which is I pass away. Um, and uh, but there there are a lot of riders out there. Some are good, some are 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 less good, some are are taxes on people who are not numeric. Um, and so we're always trying to sit there and say, hey, how can we solve customer problems? Um, but we are doing a lot of research and we probably will be um, doing, stay tuned, we'll be doing some more stuff in the future. Hey, what, one last question. I have a policy that is a premium payback. So at the end of 20 years, I get my money back. I, I either get the the policy or I get my money back. Is that a good policy? Is that something, a, a, you know, is that good? It, it, it depends. It depends on... Because basically what you're doing is, in essence, what's happening is you're, pay, you're doing two things. You're, doing, you're paying both the pure mortality cost and you're, in essence, overpaying a little bit that's getting set aside as a savings account. That a savings account is then accruing and then ultimately if they don't pay the claim and they don't need the reserves that the claim went for, they'll, this other account will then pay you back your premiums. So it's, uh, it's, you have to do the actuarial math and know what your... QX is, which is your probability that you're going to uh, pass away within a certain year. So there are some premium payback policies that are good, that are well designed. Mm-hmm. I would say that is is definitely rare. Okay. I would say it's like a one, you like a one in twenty shot. So I don't okay. know your policy. I haven't right. seen it. Yeah, we won't else. go into that. But yeah, and you know when we got it, it was you know if something happens to you, uh, yep. you know you get the payout, and if you don't, you know you get you, you get, get your, your money back. back. So I always looked at it as a forced savings account. Yeah, I'm not yep. getting interest on it, but there's insurance yep. involved. So I didn't sure. know. That was just yeah. something I was wondering about. Yeah, and it can and it can to your point, it can make sense. And we're these are the things we're researching because also some customers do like knowing that in a way they don't lose. Yeah. Right? It's either either I get my premium back or loved ones are taken care of. And we love Right. That one actually got me to buy it. Yeah. So we love that type of product as long as we can do it really cost effectively because we don't you know we don't want to do it where it's it's not not only you're not getting interest but it's actually costing a lot of money we're trying to do everything we we can so it's really really cost effective because we know you know we think of some of our hero companies one of them is is vanguard and how well they've done really making just really great high quality low cost uh, investment options right and we're trying to do those same types of things in life insurance and and just the fact that you know we've gotten to this point in the podcast where you know both Lee and I have like personal questions about our own life insurance situations that we want to you know run by you is it is, sure is Rob it, go <laughs> well I'm getting there give me a second but no seriously it just goes to show you how there's a lot of curiosity about this product and there's a lot and it and it's kind of an People aren't real sure how it works, how, how I do it, what are my options, all these other things. There's a, it's not a well-known corner of the insurance industry other than I know that, you know, if I die, there's a payment. Um, and so we're, mm-hmm. we're all curious. Uh, we, we all have our own, own individual curiosities, which, which just goes to show, and I'm sure this is part of the problem that you're addressing and solving for, is it's this dark gray corner that people don't understand. And you guys are trying to shine light on it and help people along. 
is, is, is that a fair assessment? We're trying to make it, we're trying to do the great job. We're trying to balance making it really accessible and easy and easy to understand, right? Fire insurance people get. I have a fire in my home, my home burns down, they'll pay me back. Still don't want my home to burn down, but at least I don't I don't go without a home, right? And and we're just trying to to make it that easy, but there are a lot of nuances. And so we're also trying to provide really great content education out there. So we're we're writing new content pieces all the time. Panther free on our website so that people can go to ladderlife.com and just get smarter. And you know, we're we're here, we're here for you. And if you want to buy a policy, great. If you don't and just want to get smarter, awesome. Like Yeah, as long as long as it's not me. Kind of like kind of like you guys volunteering your time to do some podcasts. As long right? as you're there as long as it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, ladder life for everybody but you, Rob. Yeah, as long as it's not Rob Feller. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. We can't be everything to all people. No, we, we, no, we, we, we know we're good. And you need to know that, right? And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just an old guy. So, um. well, I, I thank you, Jamie. Oh, that yeah. was a wonderful conversation. Yeah, really. We're, we're, we're really appreciative. And, and, uh, I'll just share one la last little thing about life insurance. Um, I got a 25 year policy. Yep. I think it's 25 year policy. It might be a 20 year policy a couple of years ago. And when I got it, the, the thing to me was that very, that was very exciting was that these group of highly educated, smart people looked at me and looked at yeah. all my information because I got it old school with the blood yeah. test and the urine and all the other things. Like, You're not going to die. And, uh, and they looked at me, they looked, that's right. That's exactly right. They're like, I mean, wrong, man. <laughs> you're, you're, you're beating the odds. I like it. You said it was years ago. And, and the reason I'm telling you this, Jamie, is because in 18 years, we're going to have to do another podcast. <laughs> and i'll be on it i like it uh, i like it i hope you are <laughs> well listen thank you thanks so much for being with us today i'm sure i know that our audience is going to just love the fact that that they've that they've gotten some education about something that like like we've proved out here today that we're all curious about oh well thanks thanks guys for taking the time and being interested in what we're doing and give me a platform to talk yeah, about. Yeah, and we'll look forward to uh, uh, maybe sometime in the future we'll have you back on and you can catch us up on uh, what's new and exciting at Ladder. I love it. Thanks. Have a good afternoon. Bye, guys. That was one of the more interesting episodes we've had because it's the really kind of the first time that not only have we had an insure tech company on, but but also kind of an advisor. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I know that I got a little bit out of it, um, <laughs> and, and then after the podcast, maybe able to ask a couple more questions. Uh, but it's something that everybody wonders about. It's something that everybody knows they should get, uh, but they don't really know how to do it. They know it's going to take time. It's something that all it, that affects all of us as uh, people listening to this podcast, right? Well, just by virtue of the fact that when he he said i think he said it was a 145 billion dollar industry in the united states mm -hmm. that's enormous i mean there aren't many industries that are that large yeah uh domestically i i, I dare say that most people who listen to our podcast probably own a life insurance policy or think that they need one right and it so so it's really interesting i i, I think it's interesting that the thing that it insures, right? The you, yeah. As a policyholder, I would never see the payoff. I would never see the benefit of it. Right. He had he had talked about uh, the reason we get fire insurance is because if your home, you know, burns down, you want to build you want to build your home back. Well, I'm not saying, you know, fire insurance is something that's going to help me while I'm here. Life insurance is really about um, not being selfish. It's a, it's something that you're never Correct. going to see uh, the the benefit of, but you're it's an it's a it's an action to help those you leave behind, and that's 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 hard, right? It's hard to spend the money on the things that you're never going to see, uh, but you really have to care about others and care it's, about their their lives. It's an act of love, 
it's an act of love. And um, I also enjoy the way that they are going about it. I think it's the the right way. I remember uh, a while back, I life insurance always was a, a, a fear tactic. Like, you know, you might die tomorrow, uh, buy life insurance, you know. Uh, who's going to pay for this when you're gone? Buy life insurance. And they're really taking more of a customer-centric approach of we're here to help however we can. And I don't see any fear tactic in it. Uh, and maybe that's going to help because it really disheartened me whenever he said that people are buying less policies. That's, yeah. Uh, you know, I wonder that, if that's that, just that a demographic. That's just a demographic um, kind of anomaly that maybe because people are waiting longer to have children, in general, I think yeah. that therefore they're delaying buying life insurance because the reason that I originally bought life insurance was because I had children. That's why yeah. I bought it originally. And yeah. Or, or what about, what about uh, people going into insurance offices less because everybody, the insurance agents are making commissions on the auto and the property sales. Uh, they're not making much commission on a term life. So uh, it was always that extra uh, so once they got your, your premium from your home, you walk in to pay the bill, say, Hey, it's time to get another policy. And you're like, Oh, okay, I'll pay $20 a month. And if, and if you're not having that interaction, maybe, maybe you're not, you're not thinking about it. You're just not buying it. It's too much effort. Uh, so I, I, I like how there's new products out there that, that take away the effort. Well, we want to say that we found Jamie Hale, not only to be, uh, very engaging on the podcast we found them to be very much the same offline so we encourage anybody in our audience to reach out to ladder um <laughs> here we are doing a promo for him uh for for, yeah. for all your life insurance needs <laughs> but seriously uh, it's 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 an yeah, interesting it was, it was great. corner of the insure tech market that we haven't covered or talked about and probably won't a lot but we're glad we had the opportunity and we hope that you found it valuable too. And, and as always, we hope you can support us by subscribing to our podcast and listening to it and reaching out to us and giving us your thoughts and your feedback. And um, we're excited to be in our second year of existence. And there's only one reason that that's the case. And that's because of you, the listener. So thanks for being with us. Thank you, Jimmy Hale. And until next time. Goodbye, everybody.